Hello and welcome to a very special edition, actually another very special edition of the Unnamed Automotive Podcast. This is another one of our favorite segments. This is Star Car Face Off, which is uh, one of my favorite things that we're doing this new year. And we've got some pretty cool cars to talk about, although not all of them are entirely real or based in reality in any way or form. Ben, why don't you talk about the cars that are um, our subject today. So this week we have a van showdown and that is as exciting as it sounds. We have the Scooby-Doo mystery machine, a van of Ooh. indeterminate origin versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles party wagon, a van of even more indeterminate origin versus the A-Team van, which is a vehicle you could probably buy for $500 on Craigslist right now. <laughs> That's so true. Although the best part about all three of these, well, maybe not the turtle van, um, is that you can find like homage vehicles to them probably very easily. And I just saw a news story where a replica van actually really recently just sold for $59,000 at a Scottsdale auction. A replica of what? The Scoopy-Doo van, the mystery machine. Oh, yeah. I did see that. Yeah, I saw that article too. Um, I believe. So why don't we start with that first, okay? Okay. So the mystery machine – now – Here's the thing. It was the 70s and no one had any money to license anything, right? So the the mystery machine isn't really based on any real vehicle. Um, It's kind of got a trapezoidal feel in the TV shows. I'm not going to talk about the Scooby-Doo movies because I don't think anyone should ever talk about them. But uh, in the the TV show... Is that because they didn't credit you in the script? It's because they they (laughs) took all my ideas, Sammy, and they made Scooby-Doo and I have nothing to show for it. Yeah, Nothing I remember, show for. I remember but how angry you got about that. Th- th- there's stuff we do know about it, and it's 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 obviously a hippie van because uh, it's got the flower power stuff on it. It has a 60s look, so it's kind of like an Econoline or like an A-series van um, hmm. from that era. It has the, the spare tire in the front, which makes you think maybe it's also a Volkswagen van, but it's definitely not. It just doesn't have the right shape for that. Okay. But um, – it's it's it didn't really have any special capabilities. Did it say did, did the van ever do anything cool in the show except get them from mystery to mystery? I will admit no, there's nothing really super special about the mystery van except for the fact that it was like their main transport of uh, main form of transport and how many people are in the in are part of the mystery crew here, the Scooby Doo mystery crew? Well, it's there's a Velma, lot of people. There's Velma, and a humongous Daffy. And a, yeah. The guy whose name I don't remember. Fred and Shaggy. Fred and Shaggy and Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo. Oh, Scrappy. I forgot about Scrappy, of course. Yeah. That was your addition to the script. That's why you're so protective of him. So um, apparently – and here's something we're not going to talk about past this sentence. But there was <laughs> there was a show called Coast to Coast with Daphne Blake where Daphne was some kind of news person where they would search for real ghosts. And they had like an Aerostar-looking van in that mm-hmm. show. And uh, that's all we're going to say about that. But, okay. Um, Okay, the van itself. In is the it van- like a cab over? Like, what? How do you describe? Yeah, it's the van? totally a cab over. It's a sixties okay. era. Like, imagine a sixties era Ford Econoline, and you're very close to this van. Um, okay. But uh, in the back, they had like gear, all their ghost gear. I don't know why they needed gear because ghosts are non corporeal. But it had like uh, ladders and stuff, and and like flashlights. No, hold up, time yeah. out. When you describe ghost gear, I'm already thinking of the Ghostbusters, of uh, which is going to be the subject of another episode of the star car face off but when you bring up ladders 
I have no idea what that has to do with ghosts. Exactly. And there was a bench in the back, too. <laughs> exactly. Good. I guess that's where uh, Shaggy slept because he was clearly homeless. And <laughs> um, they had a table sometimes and a big antenna sometimes and kitchen cabinets sometimes because it was a cartoon. So they would probably like, just fire animators and, like, hire the next cheapest animator. And they'd be like, he'd be like, consistency-wise, what does this have to look like? And then they'd be like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just, it's a cartoon. Just, do you know children. what a van looks like? Draw the van you sleep in down by the river, animator. And that's what he would draw, or she would draw. Okay, perfect. And then let's let's switch gears and talk about the turtle van. Now, the Ooh. turtle van has a couple of different iterations, right? Like it, there. I know it as the turtle turtle van. Other people might know it as the party wagon. Yeah, and I, some might or and some might call it, call it Cowabunga. Uh, Cowabunga Carl, the no, party No one would van. ever call it that. Um, I'm not joking. I think the turtle van is the name that the TV show, the cartoon, had. And mm. I think the party wagon was the toy. Does that make sense to you? I think it might be the other way around, but I had no, the toy. I remember this toy. It's definitely not the other way around, my friend. Okay, fine. <laughs> and what's cool is that, just like the mystery machine, there are so many different iterations of this turtle van. And it's even been recently seen in the in the reboot of the of the movie, right? The TMNT or something like that, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I think has some sort of uh, subtitle of some kind. I can't remember. Right now. Well, so the the van the, out it, of the shadows or something in the in the TV show, the cartoon, it was a van that belonged to Baxter Stockman, and um, after they 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 put him in jail, they got his van because that's how justice works. It's like. If you take down a criminal, you're entitled to, I guess, that criminal's estate. So Donatello built the van, and he added, like, I think lasers on the roof and a crazy wing, and it has armor, and it looks like turtle a little bit, and has a face and, like, a turtle nose, all sorts of turtle stuff. And um, it does pretty much whatever you want it to do because it's not real. (laughs) So, like... um, So, yeah, where do we even begin with its capabilities? It's got... um... I swear I've seen it. As a kid, I had the toy, and it had that sweet sticker of the angry, angry grin on under on the front bumper. Yeah, and it had a crazy cannon on the door, like on that yeah, flop down. But like only yeah. sometimes, like sometimes there was a ramp instead, and um, it, it's it's not really it's not really clear. The toy I think was similar. It it, it had the ramp instead of the crazy gun. But a, another thing I thought was never really fair about the turtle van was that Donatello built it, but Leonardo got to drive it all the time. Yeah, what's up with that? That's not fair, right? Just not cool at all. Um, so, like, he just had no no. Was he just not a popular or a, like a confident driver like Leo was? I want to say something about the Cowabunga Carl party van that you mentioned. It's not yeah. the same vehicle. That is a vehicle that Michelangelo used to perform at birthday parties under the name Cowabunga Carl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because in, the in turtle, non non emergency situations, in the turtle universe, there are times when fighting crime just doesn't pay the bills, and Cowabunga Carl has to go out, and the plate says "Dude Zero One." He yeah. has to go out in this very uh, I don't know again a Conaline looking van. It's not nearly as cool as the, the party wagon, and uh, just go to birthday parties and do his thing. Um, that's kind of a sad glimpse into the world of Ninja Turtles. Yeah, um, sometimes being you know hidden in sewers, you got to make some money somehow, right? Yeah, and you that was an era before webcams, so you had to go to birthday parties. <laughs> That's right. And uh, the, the last, how did the guys learn how to drive? Did, how did do they... you think? Do you think Splinter taught them how to drive? Is that, well, what he... do you think Splinter? What kind of driving instructor do you think Splinter was? I like for you, like the the problem isn't how do they know kung fu and our anthropomorphized turtles, but it's how did they learn how to drive? <laughs> I think. Well, he... 
Splinter they explained them how they knew. They, they explained how they became Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Obviously. I mean, that's clearly totally acceptable. Um, yes, and I'm okay with that. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's not really important, is it? they are fictional turtles in a world that does not share its reality with ours um the last the last vehicle the the a-team van though this is a very very real vehicle Mm -hmm. right um and there's it's interesting because there was the tv show van and there and it was live action so that you know it's already an advantage over scooby-doo and and uh, tmnt wait those uh, but you're you're mistaking it scooby-doo was a real life movie at some point yeah, and we're not talking about it because it's terrible. Moving on, <laughs> there was also a movie version of the A Team, and we're talking about that one. Yeah, we'll, we we can briefly mention it. Okay, but uh, it was originally, I think, an '83 van. The the first one they used, um, they moved it. But it was like the show was on from '83 to '87, right? So it just could have been a van uh, at any time. Um, it was a G series van. It was it had a cool stripe on it. It had a bumper bar and lights on the roof, and uh, had a little had a wing on the back, a red wing. Um, and yeah, it was just kind of a van that they they drove around in. Uh, I don't think it ever did anything really special, did it, Sammy? I don't think so. I would have imagined that it was bulletproof. But the weird thing about the A Team is there was all sorts of people always shooting, but no one ever got hit by a bullet. Do you remember yeah. this? Do you remember the show? Yeah, it was like in the it was like all those cartoons in the eighties where like there was constant laser fire, but never any human casualties. Yeah, like GI Joe is perfect for that. It was just and, thousands yeah. of rounds of laser ammunition, but to no to no effect. And the other thing I remember, there's a very important part about the A Team, and I think the importance of the van is that um, Mr. T's character, I can't remember his name right now because I'm super... It was B.A. Baracus. B.A. Baracus. He mentions every single episode that he doesn't like flying, if I remember correctly, right? He's afraid of it. They had, and, to, they had to sedate him when they flew him. And, the, and I feel like the van had a far more important aspect in the in the show because of that, at, that or the other way around. It was Plus, always around. Where did they live? Like, that was never really clear. Did they live in the van like Shaggy? I don't know. I, it, it seems like a very uh, cozy living situation. For oh, them. yeah, definitely cozy. I mean, they were all – they were an elite commando unit, right? So they were used to spending time in close quarters together. Right, right. Um, so I want to ask you, do you have any memorable experiences or, or memories? In a van? I will not memory? answer that question. <laughs> any special memories of these three vehicles? What is What stands out to you? Did you have toys of all three of them or just one of them or two of them? I had toys of none of them, although I did have a Hot Wheels version of the A-Team van, I think. Uh, It didn't – it wasn't exactly a Van Dura. It was like a a different type of kind of more generic van that was supposed to look like the A-Team van. But in my mind, it was the A-Team van. How how about you? Which ones did you have? Did you have Cowabunga and Carl? No, I I didn't have the party (laughs) – Cowabunga Carl. I had the – the party wagon, I believe. The turtle van, sorry. And I remember the commercials. It was sweet. I remember it used to – it had these ridiculous doors um, that I found breaking all the time and the sticker for its mouth kept falling off. Did it shoot uh, pizza? Like pizza discs? Because a friend of mine had one and I seem to have this memory of it shooting pizza discs. I think that's the other one. That's the Cowabunga Carl that shoots pizza discs. Wow. And it's wild because there's always these different um, – uh, aspects of the of the Cowabunga Man, but I also I think the Ninja Turtle toys I had could not fit in the Turtle Van that I had. Oh man, which was really to buy, like, special smaller toys. Yeah, which was really frustrating. I believe that's kind of a point against the Turtle Van. I think I, is it? Oh yeah, I think you have to dock a point. 
And then I didn't have a mystery machine, but the fact is that um, I think I don't really know what to say about the, the memories of the mystery machine. The only thing I know is that they kept crashing it all the time. Like every episode, they like hit something <laughs> or ran into something, and that was what ended up that that's what allowed them to find whatever mystery was going on. They always it was like they literally ran right into the problem. They would have to smash the van into old man Methuselah or whoever it was who was like meddling around in their in their in their business. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's weird. I think so. I think it's really it's hard to compare these vehicles because. None of them really had any special abilities except the Ninja Turtles one, which had all those weapons and cool things it could do. So I think if you're if from a practical well, perspective, well, the eighteen van avoided all bullets. That's true. That's a useful skill. But uh, I think that I think though, if you, if you're going like on paper, I think the Ninja Turtles van just kind of wipes the floor with all these other vans. You gotta back up for a second. I've got uh, an article here. It says a number of devices were seen in the back of the eighteen van in different episodes, including a mini printing printing press. And- <laughs> Which I imagine is just a printer, right? No, can like, you imagine? no I want to. I want to. <laughs> I want to flash back to an era of television where there was a plot that could be solved by a mini printing press. You're like, oh, if only we had a printing press, we could stop these terrorists. And then Baracus is like, I have a printing press in the back of the van. And then, bam, problem solved. Uh, an audio surveillance recording device, which All sounds right. a little bit more uh, believable. And all of all of Hannibal's disguise kits, as well as a gun storage locker, which is the, nice. The, those those that where they're those those disguise kits must smell awful. Why? Because one of the things you didn't mention being in the back of the eighteen van washing machine or a shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the Ninja Turtles who lived in the sewers. Okay, that first thing of all, smelled, turtles are turtles are self cleaning, so you don't have to worry about that. What? Yeah, you didn't know that. No, they're I mean, not they're, cats. They don't lick themselves. They're aquatic, dude. Okay. Um, you think a, you think fish are dirty? You think fish need a bath too? <laughs> yeah, let's get weird. Come on, what other animals are dirty? I don't know. I haven't done my research yet. <laughs> okay, so in terms of the let's talk, the real life um, viability of these vehicles, it goes to the eighteen van, I believe, right? Whoa, or the whoa, mystery whoa, machine. Whoa. Hold on, which one? What is real life viability? Did we talk about that with the Batman versus James Bond? I don't think that was a category. Uh, we, well, we're making this up as we go. Clearly, <laughs> I'm not already oh, uncomfortable. Wait. Did you give the point to the eighteen to the Ninja Turtle van already? No, we took it away because you couldn't fit your action figures in it. All oh, right, but yes. then we also added it because it has weapons. <laughs> yes, weapons. Sort of. <laughs> I never I saw. Any, yeah, I don't remember anyone getting like. Like, but it has clear cannons on the roof. I mean, that's it doesn't get much more weaponish than that. It's more of like a like a threat of weaponry. Oh wow! Well, you know, the threat of violence is assault, Sammy. <laughs> that's exactly what this is. Exactly. And the other vehicles don't have that, especially the mystery machine. Do we give any points for its peace uh, pioneering ways? I think the mystery machine. I think it gets points for being a classic. Yeah. Uh, and for keeping sh- Shaggy off the streets. But um, other than that, it's it's kind of hard to make an argument for it. I mean, if you're really into the style of that van, eh, I, I don't know. It gets style points. Um, yeah. The Ninja Turtle van, on the other hand, it does everything you need it to do. Um, I don't know, man. All the photos I have of the Ninja Turtle van, there's somebody riding the top of it and hanging out the back of it. Like, I think it, the t- space was at a premium there. No, I think that they were just living life to the fullest. I think that's, <laughs> that's what those turtles – I mean, they're turtles, man. 
Okay, all right. Let's get let's keep going. Could we replace the vans with anything else and the show would still work or be better or what would happen? Like if I if I took the if I switched out the mystery machine for the A-Team van or the turtle van, what do you think would happen in the shows? I think they'd they... probably solve a lot more mysteries. And so? I think it probably wouldn't smell like weed. <laughs> but where would Shaggy live? Shaggy would have to move back in with his uh, ex-girlfriend or his parents. Those are the... I'm terrified of the accessibility of weaponry to the Mystery Machine gang or the, you... the Scooby-Doo gang. Are you saying that Shaggy-Doo, Scrappy-Doo is finally going to lose it and just take it out on everyone? With, with uh, He'll disguise himself with one of those stinky disguise kits. And they'll be like, oh, Shaggy, you got shorter. And he'll be like, what? That's the final straw. And then just whip out some kind of printing press and take everyone out. Right, right. I am worried about that. I, that's what I think would happen in the last. And that's why that was the rumored plot for the third Scooby Doo movie, and it didn't. It didn't pass. I had no idea there was a third Scooby Doo movie in the works. Why are we I talking did. about the movies? We made a pledge not to discuss not to discuss the movies. Okay, so what would work better in Scooby in in Scooby Doo mysteries? There, the A Team van or the. Ninja Turtle van, or was the Mystery Machine perfect as it is for that? I think it was perfect as it is because it was innocuous, um, and it also kind of was out of step with the times. I mean, the the cartoon is from the 70s, but the van is clearly from the 60s. So it was showing that these people were were weirdos and uh, that they lived an alternative lifestyle. (laughs) And all of that is communicated with a van. They didn't have to write that. They didn't have to write that, you know, Velma is, is living an alternative lifestyle, that Shaggy is probably, um, what's, what's the term? Asexual? Is he? Okay. Uh, I'd say he's probably the first media representation of asexuality, which is not a bad thing. I think he kind of no. pulled it off really well. I think it was a, I think it was a a brave choice for the um, the screenwriters. Uh, plus, they had a six foot tall uh, talking dog, which is something. It's never really clear whether he actually talks or they just they just or think he yeah, talks. everyone imagined it or what he just barked or what. Yeah. So I I think that that van is perfectly in step. Now I think that the Ninja Turtles, on the other hand, yeah, I think any vehicle a Ninja Turtle is in instantly becomes badass. <laughs> instantly becomes better. Yes, this is important. And any any vehicle that Donatello works on and Leonardo drives. Is that going to be improved? I think so. I think that there's an argument to be made that if the if the Ninja Turtles took over for the A team, things would have gotten done a little faster. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. What are you trying to say that if the A team had one more member and all new um, ninjutsu things? Yeah, would get if done. they all knew ninjutsu and had like, shells, impervious shells, and uh, and a, and a rat. It didn't matter. No one got shot. A rat like mentor. Um, well, that's true. A rat-like mentor. That would not not a rat. No. So that's my. Okay. What, do th- what do you think? I think if the A team had the turtle van, things would get done pretty sweetly. Uh, I also think if they, like, one of the major parts of the A team's uh, shtick was that they were in disguises, and if they used any other vehicle, especially the mystery machine, they would probably get their job done a little bit quicker too. You don't it think the mystery help. machine attracts a huge amount of attention? Maybe that could be to their advantage. I mean, in one case, they had a mini printing press in the back of their A-Team van. I mean, clearly they're about that thing, that kind of thing. So what are we going to say here? What, do you, what car wins here in, this, in the Swaparoo section of the podcast? Uh, for me, I think that Swaparoo? Well, I don't have the name. Sorry, I don't know the official name of this segment. I think that the, uh, the Ninja Swaparoo? Turtles... I love that you're in the middle of that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I didn't agree to a swap <laughs> I think that the Ninja Turtles improve any vehicle they're in. Any um, show that they're 
I think oh, it'd be... the, wait, you mean the Ninja Turtles in any car just win? Yes. Uh, except... That's not the thing. We're talking about the cars here, not the Ninja Turtles. All right. So, well, then I think that the most versatile vehicle is probably the Ninja Turtles vehicle because it has the weapons and the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you want to fit in, the A-Team van is probably a good way to do it. Although, again, it's kind of out of step with van culture, which was about a decade before the TV show was on the air. It's kind of weird how, like, each of these vans um, – I mean, the van looks very 80s in terms of its striping but uh, and red wheels, which are an interesting choice. But, it, it, you know, people weren't – it was the tail end of van culture, you know? It was like – I guess media representation is often not in the moment, so that kind of makes sense. And Whereas the turtle van kind of stands on its own as a, a unique creation. What would you freak out about if you saw a homage to any of these vehicles on the road? Uh, imagine if, if someone I've never seen a turtle van. I mean, that's kind of wild. I've <laughs> seen somebody had like an, yeah, yeah. I've seen mystery machines and I've seen half-hearted eighteen vans. But I mean, you really got to want it to have that turtle van. I love that. Okay, I think we're getting closer to picking a winner. Are you ready to pick one? Yeah, turtle van all the way. Come on, all the way. Okay, all the way. so. The Turtle Man was the winner. I love the winner of this thing. I mean, Ninja Turtles is right up my alley. And uh, Sammy's part turtle. No, what's funnier is that um, I think, Ben, you know this. I'm not sure if our listeners know this, but I've done martial arts from a very young age. And I think the Ninja Turtles were a huge influence uh, when I was learning karate um, and still teach karate to this day. And I think they're in a very important part of my, my childhood. So I'm glad to see the Ninja Turtles winning something. Uh, as much as I tried to vote against them, try to keep an even keel here, but you just can't beat the turtles, man. You really can't. You really can't. Um, well, I think that that's a that's a wrap on this week's um, Starcar Face Off. Tune in in the future when we'll have more bonus episodes placing uh, media vehicles you probably forgot existed against other vehicles you maybe aren't interested in. Um, but if you <laughs> are interested in them and you want to tell us whether you like this segment or whether you don't like this segment, we would love to hear from you. And you can do that by going to unnamedautomotivepodcast.com and dropping us a line there. There's a contact form. You can also send an email to me, Benjamin, at BenjaminHunting.com. Or you can reach out to Sammy on social media. He is at Sammy underscore hot, like you're laughing, on Twitter. And if you wanted to, I suggest you do. You probably have already, actually. Go to the website. Subscribe to our podcast. You can subscribe using Google Play Music, Apple iTunes. Um, what's the other one again? Spotify. I love all of these things. I subscribe to us in uh, many different ways. Sam is all about boosting our, ra- our ratings. No, I just like to see the user interface. You know what I'm saying? Uh, next week, we'll be talking uh, cars again. Just real cars, not um, made-up cars. Imaginary not, cars. Not, not, start, not, not, not bonus episodes. And we also want to make it clear, we're not going to stop doing what, we, what you guys have liked us doing for the last two years. We're going to continue doing our regular episodes. And in fact, the bonus episodes are going to start appearing alongside the regular episodes instead of replacing them. Um, mm-hmm. I, know, I know we've done two of these in place of our regular episodes. So that's because we're trying to get some feedback and see what people think about them. But in the right. future, you're going to see them as bonuses that appear maybe middle of the week. So you still get your dose of us uh, being excited or not excited about cars. And then your dose of us kind of geeking out about movie cars. Perfect. And that's a great explanation for it. I just love to expand our our talking points. I mean, the Unnamed Automotive Podcast is whatever we want it to be. And so far, we've gained a really nice, loyal following from you guys, listeners, um, who like what we're talking about. And we want to give another way, another outlet for whatever we're thinking about. And the Star Cars face-off is something that me and Ben are always talking about in the in the behind the scenes. And now we have it right here in front of your face. So we hope you love it. All right, and we're going to keep on, keep on entertaining you. So until next week, thank you for listening. Bye.